time. Gonna do it every time. Every time. All right, audience, help us out. Portals. Where we blow your mind. Portals. Gonna do it every time. Portals. Gonna make you snap, crackle, pop. Burn your flesh. We rhyme all the time. Our rhymes just clash, Nathan. Hello, everyone. Hello. You are now listening to Portals. Unfortunately, I had to keep myself out of the harmony so you will not judge ah. our Give album coming out with Pastor Tony and myself. You know, because my voice is a little hoarse. I know? think you believe your own publicity. Listen, oh. see the faith. A seed must a seed of faith. Yes. Oh my That's God! What you I need have. more than a mustard <laughs> oh, oh, the jokes are oh, starting. Oh, the shade's happening. The, the shade is on. Haterade is popping. You actually believe this stuff, don't you? The By haterade is coming from the shade because she's drinking some Kool Aid. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh. Anywho, of course, joining me, I'm Shanae Evnese. Of course, I'm joining myself along with Pastor Tony Cassis. I'm here. Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello. And the lady, the gymtastic woman of God, Dr. Robin Cassis. Okay. Hi, guys. We're crazy at this hour. I'm just going to say that. It's a crazy hour. First of all, that's where the Holy Spirit power comes in the crazy hour. Want to give our listening audience some perspective? Uh oh. Here we go. We're all in school again. Of souls being saved. It has. It's been a very good night. Lives being changed. And leaders being raised. Deliverance. Oh, sorry. Deliverance, healing, preaching. Yeah. Worshiping. Restoration, reconciliation. Tonight. All the Asians happened tonight. There was salvation, reconciliation, restoration. Manifestation. Manifestation. <laughs> there you go. I was participation. Just that one. Yes, participation. <sighs> very good. Very good. It was a very fruitful night, so we definitely want to give honor to the Lord for that, for our yes. Torque Sydney Church. Yeah. There was a things. lot of great things happening, a lot of prayers being answered, especially from the pastoral house. Yes. And it's like overflowing into the ministry, which is a blessing because I'm still in Torque Sydney. I'll be leaving this thir- this Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> and Shania has been in a battle with some spirits and her voice is a little <laughs> hoarse. But they have not won the battle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no. Yes, so we, along with all the great things God was doing with us after service, God did amazing thing with through service, yes, because we got an opportunity to listen to Pastor Wendell's uh, message, which I'm sure um, so good. So you, good. Some of you have already heard in Torque, New York, but if you haven't, there's definitely Facebook um, recording and audio from that service yeah. about yeah. anxiety. Yeah. And just hands. Um, a really, really big uh, thank you to Pastor Wendell. Yes. That yeah. message was so led by the Spirit. So good. And I love so what good. he said in it. He said, we're not going to the psychology texts. We're not going to, you know, the medical profession and not playing them down. But 
it literally had the way he preached. It literally walked through the word of God step by step at how anxiety gets in, how it develops its process, its work, and then how to get rid of it. And I just love the fact that God is releasing these keys to the church, Shania, Yeah. because we have the key to mental yep. health. We do. I think it comes down to the fact that he mentioned uh, find the lie. Yes. Yeah. Anxiety works on the lie. Yeah. That was okay. If you believe the lie, lie, then you will become anxious. Yeah. But the Bible says clearly, be anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, 8% of 100% we're allowed to have. Mm. The rest is all nonsense, being anxious about health and about the past yep. and worries for the future because you're not even there yet, you mm. see. And then you've got all these miscellaneous worries and yep. concerns and how you try to change things. All that's just nonsense and shouldn't even be entered into. You know, Shanae, this is part of doing something that is totally out of God's will. It's illegal to get this stuff into your mind, into your heart Mm. and try to affect your spirit. Mm. He gives us 8% out of 100% that he's going to cover. All the other junk he wants you to drop. And that 8% he even gives an answer for. It says if you approach it with uh, supplication, with prayers and with thanksgiving, then he said, then let me know what you're thinking. Right, right. Wow. We're going to give Pastor Wendell a gem, the first (laughs) gem of the night, because his his teaching definitely is going to lead us into a portal. We're going to follow after you tonight, yes. Wendell. So with that being said, we'll be right back. Hey, guys, welcome to the Portals Podcast with Dr. Robin Cassis and with Annie Shanae with, and with Pastor Nathan with, and with Pastor Tony Cassis. We'll see you soon. Where we blow your mind. You said that tonight in our message. You said it. Sure God's did. all talking about the why. Yeah, no, everybody's so interested in saying what's happened, but nobody's interested in saying why it's happened. Mm. You know, I was sharing today some incredible things with my family. Yes. And I said the key, the key is not knowing what's happening. The key is knowing why it's happening. Mm, you need a gem? Yeah. Oh, you can hit that gem button, baby. Hit it. Yes. You said a lot of things tonight, <laughs> Pastor Robin. <laughs> Which was, I don't know why Pastor Tony is all of a sudden laughing. Just an awkward bit of silence there. Yes, it was. Because <laughs> I was, anywho. You were in some land of 
Yes, <laughs> I was unbelief. <laughs> right, and I was processing what she said, and I was like, wow, that did hit me that time she said it. Wow, she said, ask me. So it was processing. It was going. It was going to my spirit, man. But Pastor Tony, yeah, we're gonna give this over to you to recap what Pastor Wendell had done said okay. in his sermon. But you're gonna bring your own flavor, different angle, because I know you've got the deep. It was very good. It was very good. He's he's sort of um, uh, his hermeneutics on the the chapter there in I think it was uh, two Samuel, yeah, where David goes to a city called Nob. <laughs> it's a really funny name. He knob. turned the knob. <laughs> oh wow! And um, yeah, Ahimelech, the the priest that's uh, ministering before the the uh, Ark of the Covenant, um, and David have a conversation. But the the gist of the story is that an Edomite named Doeg, Doeg, who was one of Saul's uh, herdsmen. Mm. Uh, witnessed David and Ahimelech having conversation. And mm. David, you know, in the corner of his eye, noticed this guy. So he must have seen Doeg somewhere before with Saul. Yeah. And from that point, David must have felt unsure of how Doeg would, whether he would be loyal or, or speak up to the king. Because it comes out later on after Saul slaughters the, the priests of Nob. Mm. Um, one of the sons of Ahimelech escapes and tells David, and David said, "Yeah, I remember seeing this guy, you know, in in the city, you know, like looking at us. So, you know, he had some kind of anxiousness as to how that outcome would, you know, would follow through. So, the name Doag means anxious, mm-hmm. and Pastor Wendell played on that, you know, it's in the good. Holy Spirit. Very good." Um, because there's a whole string of decisions that David made from that point until he returned to the land of Judah that would be affected by anxiety. Um, and that was, the, that was basically the theme of, of the teaching. You, you, you start with a lie, and that lie will breed nothing but anxiousness and insecurity. I so think it comes down to it being more than just a... Uh, a feeling. I was going to say. Uh, yep. An experience. Yep. A weakness. Because yep. the way he brought it was saying it has more than that. It has uh, a personality, personality. Yeah. and a character. And uh, and I think the example of bringing out that in the Old Testament like that implied yeah. it wasn't just something they were doing. It's a person. At th- that time. It was a person. I think it that's so important because... Um, it's a personality. Yeah, I was telling the church um, before we started playing that message and we were, you know, um, blessed to have Vanessa get up and share about agreeing with these things. And I was, I was telling the church, we have to get this in our, in our spiritual thinking and concept. We're not breaking agreement with thoughts. We're not breaking agreement with arguments. We're not breaking agreement with... You know, sayings is what I said tonight. Mm. Those are fruit of what we believe when we agree with the personality. But we're breaking agreement with an actual, the word is entity, that has a soul, that has feelings, that is literally has an agenda and a will. Mm. And they want you to agree with their will. And so I think when um, this story depicts Doeg, 
it's good because it gives a actual humanization kind of feel to this personality of anxiety and anxiousness. So mm. it's more than a statement. It's more than a thought. Oh, you know, well, this anxious thought. Right. We see this as a person. Yeah. Right. As something physical and an, in basically in form, you know, that's coming against David. And the, and the points that brought out, like, starts with a lie. Then it goes into betrayal. Then it moves into killing the priesthood, killing the fruit of the priesthood. All those things are so powerful because that's how anxiety does work, you mm. know. But I think what Pastor said there is a very, very big start for us to overcome anxiety. And the key is we have to stop thinking it's statements and start seeing it's an actual entity. Yeah, not a weakness, not a character flaw. And you said that during your sharing. Yeah. It's like Jezebel. Yeah. We always associate Jezebel with the woman. Yeah. But it's actually yeah. a spirit. Yeah. It right. has characteristics. It's a demonic spirit. Yeah. Right. And I keep saying this. It's not just limited to women. It's very much alive and kicking in men as well. Yeah. Anyone who uses manipulation or intimidation or threats is, is being motivated by a spirit of Jezebel. Mm. Yeah. Um, just like... The name Doeg means ang- anxious. Now, I don't know why um, the mother would wake up, you know, and call her son <laughs> anxious. Good morning, but anxious. Remember, remember um, back Are you going to be anxious today? <laughs> Sorry. But remember, Sorry. they named their children after the emotions that they were feeling That's at right. the birth. That's oh right. That's right. Oh, you just opened a portal. Another type of portal. You just opened up. Because Leah, Leah called Not how Ruben you were born. Leah called Reuben the firstborn yes. because of the emotions she felt. Ah. Then came Simeon, then came Levi, and then Judah. Remember after her fourth son, yeah. she said, now my, my, my husband will praise me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to praise the Lord, my but now my husband, God. I've given him four sons, now I'll be praised. Yeah. But, but I like what you said. You said, uh, just imagine a mum calling... Their child anxious. <laughs> Get up in the morning and say, Would you Listen. like some breakfast breakfast anxious? Listen. Anxious. Are you Thank anxious? Thank God she didn't call breakfast? him hiccup. Uh, or if she's trying to oh, please. If she's trying to validate his identity, are you gonna be anxious today? He's probably thinking, Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you called it to uh, me. I hope so. I'm, I'm gonna be definitely anxious. gonna be anxious because that's what you call me. And um, it really is sad because oh, there's another Guy poor, in the Bible, Jabez. Yes, Jabez. Yeah, which means what? Sorrow. I think so. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, pain. Yeah, Jabez means pain. I've, means something. I've, I've heard parents call their children way worse than anxious. So I think anxious is not so bad, but it is in this case because we ain't oh, letting yeah, no ads slip anymore. Oh, but you you're thinking negatively when they're playing up or something or being <laughs> negative. But this poor child, he was called anxious even when he was a baby. He had nothing to oh, do with that's it. that's true. Can that's you true. go to sleep anxious? <laughs> so let's bring out a spiritual point. The Lord is showing us even through our humor here that what we get named determines the lie we'll believe. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. If we believe that lie, it's because we've believed that that name is our identity. Because we yeah. need to go, oh we need to go God. deeper. We go deeper. Come on, we got to go deeper go than just deep. believing yeah. the lie. I want to get to the why we believe the lie. Yeah, why? Why do we let the lie have place in our mind and in our hearts in the first place? Uh, What's missing? 
that, that the lie fills. What I want to talk about. So uh, I think we need to go on break. Let's go on break because it's getting we're hot about to get here. Deep, deep, deep. It's hot now. But we're not going to get anxious about it. Not anxious. You better <laughs> sit down. <laughs> I'm going to sit anxious down with Ichabog, Jabez and all these (laughs) other guys who got a bad rap. Man, uh, are we we off? No. I just want to say, I I think I like my children's names better. Yeah, they're better. Oh, jeez. Wonderful. You heard the Lord. What are the other one? What are our kids' names? Wow. Uh, I think they know their names. All right. So... Look, just because my voice is a horse don't mean y'all not gonna y'all not just gonna hear my voice, okay? Don't ignore my voice, okay? I'm trying to speak loud. Don't be anxious, Shanae. I won't. We're gonna break. Sit down. Leave anxious alone. <laughs> I'll stop playing with Doeg after break. <laughs> G'day, Portals fan. Pastor Kenny Jarvis from Talk Sydney here. We have a very exciting announcement. Our senior leaders, Dr. Robin Cassis, Pastor Tony Cassis, are coming back down under to visit, equip and launch our church in Sydney to its next spiritual season. They haven't been home in Australia in over five years and we are so stoked to have them come and impart to us with hands laid on what God is doing. So if you're in the Sydney area, grab a whole bunch of your mates and come on down to Parramatta. Like and follow our Facebook page, Talk Sydney, for the location and times. Let our pastors speak over your lives a prophetic word of direction, encouragement and life that will bring clarity to 2020. Don't miss out on your chance to be impacted like never before and take up the opportunity to be blessed. See you there. Okay, you're going to sing portals? No, we're going to go straight back in because you've got a Let's revelation and we need to bounce off you. You're going to bounce. Don't bounce too hard. Anyhow, what I want to say to you is this. If this is a season of why, then we ask ourselves this question. Are we to question God why or are we to inquire of God why? What is the difference between questioning Mm. and inquiring? That's the key. The key is one is bringing accusations against God, questioning. So true. The other one is actually being honest and asking, do I have a part to play in this? Oh, my Lord. That's the key. It's true, Pastor. You can say, why? Or you can say, why? Yeah. Why means if you really do hear what the season is, Mm. you you will hear to inquire. Inquiring of what? Inquiring, what's my part to play in this? Do I have responsibility I need to take? Is there change that needs to happen with me? The questioning is all about, God, do you know what you're doing? Oh, Jesus. Have you any idea what's really going on? That's right. You see, they didn't even go back, inquire or question they just moved into another battle because they put their sword down. They rested on their last victory and they didn't go back to find out that God knew what he was doing and he needed to go back and talk to them because there was sin in the yeah. camp and it would not have cost all those lives, Pastor. Had they gone back and inquired of God, where do we go from here? 
inquiring always involves where do we go from here, God? Yeah, one, one's an inquiry and one's, one's an inquiry and one's an accusation. Yep, totally. Yeah. You can totally. go, why God? Or why God? Why is this happening, Lord? Yeah. But that why is it happening always involves two. Questioning only involves one. Mm. Yeah, the, the first why is you're, you're basically telling God, make an account for what you're doing. Here. Yes. Oh. Do you know what, Pastor? When you really think about it, it's we're asking him to make an account, not us working with him to make an account. Mm. It's him. Make an account of what you're doing, God. Mm. Do you know what you're doing? That's why, whoa, we're into the why. We need to inquire of the Lord. What are you doing, Lord? Where do I go from here, Lord? Show me how to work with you, Lord. Sorry, Pastor. In the case of Job, the Lord never, ever told him why. No. Hmm. He never told him why he went through that incredible trial. Maybe and because Job never asked. And well, I think he asked he asked many ask? times. He asked many times. You know what have I done? You know, and he, he kept claiming himself to be righteous, but um, the Lord never told him why that trial was allowed. But you say that he asked, but sometimes I think we ask the surfacey questions, thinking that it's asking the why. Mm-hmm. But pastor's saying when we ask the why. We have to be ready to hear a response that requires us to take responsibility. Well, the why always involves two people. You know, because it's easy to say, why is this happening, God? But we're not talking about that why. We're talking about why is this something that has got room to manifest in my Mm. life? Why is this something that has room in my soul to keep plaguing me? Those are the kinds of whys we want to ask. Why do I keep defaulting to rejection? Why do I keep defaulting to anxiety? Why do I um, get my back up every time someone doesn't look at me the right way in church? Why? And then what in me have I given to this thing that it has this power? I'm not talking about, well, why this God? Why don't I have why don't I have a car? Why don't I have a house? Why aren't I married? That's not inquiring. No. That's like Pastor just said, you're asking God to give an account of something you yeah. believe you've missed it, out on. It actually oh comes down, guys. It actually comes down for God to give an account. Oh. Not you work with him to give an account. It's why God meaning or questioning in that sense saying Give me an account of what you're doing because are you sure you know what you're doing? Wow. Right. And that That's questioning is usually because we've been inconvenienced in some way or oh my we're insecure, Lord. we don't understand what's going my on. God. We're demanding an explanation. I've been there and done that. So right. can I maybe put out something to round off what, to yeah. bounce off what Go you're saying? Home. As this is the season of why... Is there an anointing only on the why questions in our in our hearts? I'm not talking about saying we can only ask why, but it seems that, you know, you always say where God is, go there, because that's the only thing he'll bless. Yeah. So some of us are spending time asking so many questions about what and how 
and if. No. But the Holy Spirit is only touching in this season the why because the why is getting to the root of why we need healing. I think the why is is so tied up with the you know inquiring of the Lord, mm. and that that's a working with. Mm. That's definitely a working with the Spirit. You know, whereas, as I said before, the question is, uh, give me an account of what you're doing in my life because it just doesn't match up to what I think it should happen. Mm. And so this is, it's a heavy thing, but God is bringing us to account. He's asking us to ask him why. Inquire of him why. Mm these things are happening in my life. And it, that means to me very strongly that you can't put your sword down and think you can just rest back on God. That's it. You need to be responsible to go into your next battle, ready not just to turn up for the battle, but to pick up your sword and fight the good fight. David wanted a sword. He wanted an instrument, something. He wanted something to fight with. He was ill-equipped. He was definitely ill-equipped. Therefore, he got whipped. Yeah, he sure did. And so did they at AI because they were ill-equipped. They Mm. certainly got whipped. Sad to say, lives were lost and should never have been lost had they gone back to inquire of the Lord what to do in this battle. Mm. Amen to that. I've been quiet because I'm just... <laughs> it's okay. You know, it's trying to figure out the why's. I'm like, in my brain, like, wait, what? Wait, what? Why? What? What? And why? If I could just bring something prophetic that the Lord was showing me too. I know prophets all over the world... Uh, moving into this season, they're saying 2020 is such a significant time because um, there's something to do with the Hebraic calendar. And I'm going to share it at Season Casting. Never again in 100 years will those numbers line up. Yeah, now, I'm not into calculation or, you know, but there is a prophetic significance. But I see it, it's the 2020 vision that God wants to give us. And we can only get the 2020 when we start asking why. Again, we can only get the 2020 when we start living in the 2020. Jesus. We're so busy living in the 2019. Yeah. Or maybe the 2021. Oh, my God. But, Pastor, if we are going to live in the 2020, we have to be ready to ask the why. You do. And we have to be ready to let go, like Vanessa said tonight. Let go of the 2019. This symbiotic relationship that we've created with this entity called anxiety. Whatever it gives us, whatever it feeds to us, we have to now allow the Holy Spirit to withdraw that feeding mentality that we get and focus it back on Him and going to Him to fill the need. Because I'm preaching to myself here with anxiety. There's something that I feed off when I'm anxious and it stems from what you said I begin holding God to account and mm. I begin questioning and the questioning leads me down a path of creating an agreement with this entity called anxiety. And then that anxiety agreement 
takes over all my responses. But anxiety kills. So why are we making anxiety a pet? No. You know, are we the We need pet? to put it down. I want to ask you a question. It's been said that we're making anxiety a pet. Mm. But how about if anxiety is making us a pet? Works both ways. It wow. sure does. Wait, can you say that again? That just I, totally I just I just Ooh. believe that you need to ask yourself I'm who's go for the a pet? <laughs> who's the pet? Is anxiety the pet? What's the thing again? The tail wags you the pet. The tail wags the dog is the saying. And tonight in worship is very, very key that you just said this. The Lord showed me a vision of tails being cut off the people and being dragged out like on a leash. But yep. the saying in the world is the tail wags the dog, meaning something insignificant that you give so much power to will end up becoming the master of you and you'll end up becoming its slave. Wow. So, so we, you're we, asking? Become, we become the pet. We have, oh. we have to give our torque member, Stephen, his credit when he said the tail wags the dog. <laughs> Oh, there you go, Steve. What up <laughs> for you, babe? What up for you? That was awesome. But that is so powerful, what you just said. I think we need to chew on that. Who's the pet? Who's the pet? Well, <laughs> you can go and chew on that, and we'll be right back. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV, a brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime anywhere get 24 7 access to unlimited shows classes seminars and more view your content on your favorite device commercial free access exclusive shows seminars and more and with new content added monthly you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip. Inspire. Mature. Y'all ready for the process? Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. <laughs> okay, good one. Living in the now will bring you to the house. Stop living in the past, cause it's not meant to last. Living in the now will bring you to the house. Stop living in the past, cause it's not meant to last. It came to pass. It came to pass. Hey, it, it came, came to, pass. to pass. Meaning, I'm gonna get a crown in heaven for these processes. I tell you, I tell you, meaning, meaning, it came to pass. Yes, or pass. Whatever you want to say, it came so that it may pass. So mm. we were in the subportal. That was good because I got oh, wow. a prophetic word. You tell yourself for someone. 
when we go partnering or friends yep. or whatever you want to say. Yeah, I mean, I we can change the flow. Hearing that, Partner, I prophetic partners. it came to pass. We'll go there. I mean, we could change the flow if you want to announce no, it now. No, 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 no. We're, we're too much into the middle of this. I'd like you to repeat so we, what he said yeah, about inquiring. I'm inquiry. trying to set it up so we can. Well, yes. She's going to do the setup. So set, set, Let me set, set up set, the pick so you can slam down. She's going to do the it, setup. Okay. All right. So, so what I can do the get happened up. was. <laughs> Stupid. So what happened was, right, <laughs> we was in this conversation with four people. Well, three and a half, because Pastor Tony's walking around for a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> this is about the time where he starts to stretch yes, his legs. Yes, he got to stretch his legs. But you know, we what what we had done said was we were we were trying to bring it back to something Pastor Nate said, which was like, why are we even asking? So mm. in my thought process, processing, as I was listening, I felt like um, sometimes some of us as listeners could get caught up in asking why we're even asking like going to the lord to inquire why we're even asking in the first place yeah but pastor robin you were saying that could be confusing yeah because because we we combine those two words to mean the same thing yes questioning and inquiring but they are two separate meanings then pass the ball because then i had and i dropped it to him well it was it was you first. I dry, I got the ball, then we passed oh, it to him. Then he did passed we play back to pass you. the ball? Yes. Okay. So pass then the we ball. said. Then I said, "Well, it's like we got to separate the difference. How do we go back to separate the difference?" Based on what Pastor Robin said, it was two things. I was like, "Well, to me, questioning is like asking God of the things we don't have, but inquiring is asking God about the things He's already said." Okay. Uh, then and then I said, the and then Pastor Nate the has said, swish, swash, swoosh, put uh. it in my hoop. I said, if we as Christians actually ask the Lord more about what he's saying uh. and what he's already said and stop worrying about what he hasn't said half the time, uh. we would actually begin winning our battles. Too many of us let what God has said sit on a shelf. Mm. Remember, we don't show up. Or we do show up and think he's going to do everything. Oh. So what do we do? God. We put down our swords. And so we make all our narrative and relationship with God about what he hasn't said. And when he has said something, we make it all about how he's going to do it. But we never ask the why. Why have you said that, Lord? Why have you spoken that into my life? So you're saying here, and here's what convicted. I'm getting. What I'm getting here is we question what? We question what he said or we question what he hasn't said which one is it mm. questioning and i believe is what he hasn't said good and, and inquiring should be on what he's already said ah right but one thing the lord just <laughs> dropped into me the light turned on i'm done wow one thing the lord just dropped let into there be light and there was one thing the lord just dropped into me personally as you said that is putting the words on the shelf because I feel like sometimes when we want to accuse God, we pull those words off the shelf. Oh yeah, we put them in off his the face. wrong shelf. Put them in his face and put them in his face. Oh yeah. Instead of turning up, and we even turn up to the wrong battle sometimes oh, by yeah. fighting the battle of I don't have this yet, Lord. And we versus, turn up without right. A sword. We turn up to that battle. And let me give you another visual. When you take that word off the shelf to quote God what He said to use it as a case against Him, His response is, "Don't tell me, tell the enemy." 
Uh, yeah, because you put your sword down, and when you put your sword down, you question, you don't inquire. Well, you said I would be married. You said I would have a destiny. You Go. said I would be on this. Just throwing the bottles of water on the floor. Telling the Lord. <laughs> you haven't done it yet. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. Let's, let's accuse him. But how many times on, have you told the account. enemy that? Make an account, God. Make an account. How many times have you told the enemy, God said I would be this. God said oh, I would be married. We never say that. We no, because then we, we have to lose relationship. Back. We have then we have to lose we relationship with what anxiety has given us. And our self-protection mechanism. Uh, and go on. It's my turn. Go for it. My turn. We never say that because that would mean we would have to take responsibility <laughs> for it. <laughs> Responsibility. Oh, not responsibility. Not I did something or didn't do not something. Not that we're equipped not to be whipped. Oh, right, Pastor oh. Robert. Bring it back to the center of things. I want to get you to elaborate on the sword part. Could you keep mentioning the sword reference? I said sword. Sword, sword. Wow, grammar. you can't even <laughs> say sword. Sword. I need my Aussie. And That's I her can Atlanta say the coming same out. Same thing as you do. S W O R D. Sword. Sword. That's her Atlanta That's coming out. Sword. 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 Wow. No, it's sword. <laughs> you got me saying it now. <laughs> now sword. I mean, look, I'm buying double mindedness in my mind right now. Now I'm going back to somebody like, oh, wait, how do you say it? Sword. 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 Very good. Sword. Now I understand. I inquired. I, I understand. I say now. every. Letter in the word most of the time. So what? Anywho, okay, you would please let the listeners know what your reference is about the sword. That's having a, a sword in your you hand. You see, you've been given a two-edged sword, mm. a two-edged sword that's sharp. The word of God and the power of God. So we have the rima and the logos. Right. Okay. Mm. We have this sword. Slice twice. It's a two-edged sword. Mm -hmm. And it's no good if you put it down and sit on it. Oh, it might hurt you. What? Just a little bit. I was listening up until that part like, wait, what happened? That just went left. Where do you think <laughs> you put it? Where do you Jeez. think you put it? Do you put it in your, in your cupboard? No. no. You put it beside. And you just say, just in case. Just no. in case. There's no such thing as just in case. God doesn't want you to have that attitude of just in case the enemy attacks me. The enemy attacks you, you pick up your sword before he attacks you. Mm, on the offensive. Why aren't you on the offensive, not the defensive? We're always on the defensive. We pick up the sword once we've been hit. I'm convicted. A key element of strategy right. in warfare too, and thank you Vikings for teaching me this, the show, um, something came out of it that was good. If a sword lives in its sheath for too long, it loses its sharpness. Yep. There oh you go. Oh my gosh. There you swords go. Swords are not meant to live in sheets. No, and swords are not meant to be sat on. They'll end up Ow. pricking you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so okay. Um, I, get, I get anxious about oh, no. sitting on my sword. 
It's all those scenarios of the woulda, coulda, shoulda that, you know, the enemy tries to make you believe is going to be the outcome that is contrary to what God has already told you. Yes. I think and it in, in David's case, um, he was unsure of just how much God was going to keep him safe from Saul. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until um, Saul killed all those priests that the son of the priest ended up meeting up with David and telling him, you know, Saul's killed my father and, and you know, 80 plus priests. And that's when David said, I knew that day when I saw Doeg mm. that he would surely tell Saul, you know, that he saw me. And so he actually, David blamed himself for the death of those priests. But then he turns around and he says to the uh the young priest that escaped, he said, stay here with me. Don't fear. The man who seeks your life is also seeking mine. Mm. So you know, we don't know in full what were the scenarios that David was contemplating about, you know, how how Saul would either capture him or injure him or do harm to him. And, and God used all that to get David to write a couple of psalms in that state of, you know, like anxiousness, which led to praise and led to trust and led to other things. But you said something about the visual, and I want to throw this in, because we talked about a sword's not meant to live in its sheath because it'll get blunt. Yeah. If you entertain, and you said, I want you to break down this statement, I get anxious. Hopefully we change the verbiage, but there's a key in that. You are getting anxious, literally. Anxious is coming and sitting in your lap. You know I what I mean? You, just like sitting on that sword. It's not a feeling of I get anxious. That spirit is literally coming and abiding with you. It's piercing you. It's abiding with you. You're in it and it is in you. But I'm gonna not in your you. spirit, man, in your soul layer. And exactly no. like you said, it's piercing you. Yeah, it's piercing you. You sit on a sword, oh, man, that hurts, especially if it's two-edged. I've never done it, but the visions of it right now is really giving me quite a thought. But you You said something. All these bad pictures of what could happen if I sit on the sword. scenarios overcome you. But this is what I'm saying. The negative scenarios, the fact that we even can conceive pictures is because we have a prophetic nature. Yeah. Our creative nature. Right. So True. anxiety is a legal use of your prophetic creative nature. Yep. And if you keep entertaining anxiety, that dullness is going to come upon your oh prophetic creative nature. God. You're going to only see through fear the future and you won't be able to see a, f- a, a hope because prophetic is all about seeing a hope for the future. And hope without hope, no God. We said that last week. No God without hope. So when you were saying that, the Lord was saying to me, just as you were saying that, he was downloading to me, the pictures of anxiety are, uh, it's like faith is, uh, fear is faith in the negative. Yeah. The the pictures of anxiety are literally like prophetic awareness being exercised in demonic negative. 
because you're creating a picture. Those scenarios, like Pastor said tonight, 80% of them will never play out. Never, never, so you're never. Illegally what using, a waste of time. You're illegally using your creative ability because you're creating the image of God, so you have creative ability. And the enemy will get you to see that illegal use and see it through until you begin to speak it. Pastor Wendell said tonight, it begins with seeing the lie, then you believe the lie, then you speak the lie. Act the lie. You know, so there's a, such an important thing there. If you keep entertaining anxiety, listeners, and I'm being convicted as I say this, you're going to dull your prophetic intuition. That'll mean you'll dull your sword. Oh, my and, Jesus. And why would you go to a battle with a sword that was dull if it's not sharp? Don't turn. Don't use the sword. And the sword left in your sheath will become dull. And so, guys, I'm just telling you, you're going to the battle and you're not prepared. But you need to know that you've been equipped so to, you don't have be, to be whipped. never be whipped. Mm. Never, never to be whipped. That's why he's given you a two-edged sword. So that, that is your equipping. So you're never, never whipped. So you've got to slice twice. Yes. As we said in previous portals, you've got to use the twice. Logos and the Rima. Yep. And you've got to start inquiring about what God has said and and stop questioning what God has said. You question. But inquire. One of the biggest things you question is, did God make a mistake? <laughs> David oh, was Lord. called as a shepherd boy. But I'm telling you through the experiences that he had, yeah. he questioned. He questioned. And God, in his graciousness, kept bringing him back all the time, saying, it's not your time yet, not your time yet. Don't overreact with Saul. It's not your time yet. I'll get you out of this bind, you know, but do it my way. Mm. Do it my way. And he never said my way or the highway. He just do it my way. You know, inquire of me how you're going to do it my way. Inquire of me how I'm going to do my way. Wow. See, questioning is all about bringing God to account. Inquiring oh. is working with the will of God in your life. So questioning is all about bringing God to account. Wow, I just got this. Questioning is all about bringing God to account. But if you inquire, you'll let God bring you to account. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. So you're getting it. You're getting oh. it. You see what I'm saying? I don't want to get it in my soul, but it's going through. But it's meaning <laughs> for the, the message tonight, why I'm saying we are too equipped to be whipped, but we put the sword down. Mm. That's our equipping. I'm telling you, that two-edged sword is what God is equipping us with. But you, you put it down. You put it down. You sit on it. You hurt yourself. But then the enemy comes in like a flood. Mm. You know, David, in this whole uh, message, I think it's in two, what, 2 Samuel? Yeah. 2 Samuel. You know, he questioned 
he questioned, he forgot. He forgot, and this is what Wendell brought out, he forgot who he was. Mm. He forgot who God was. But the enemy never forgot oh, who he on, was. Sammy. And this is the key, guys, out there in this land of uh, where we're reaching right now. The enemy doesn't forget. Oh. But you do. You do. My Lord. And you've got a question all the time. Are you sure you know what you're doing, God? Wow. Or what you've done? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that one. That one stuck out to me the most, too, that the enemy knows your identity more than you do. Sure that does. stuck out to me as well. But you guys, go check your accounts, you know. <laughs> Make sure they're not in the negative with all these questioning, and we'll be right back. G'day, Portals fans. I want to officially invite you to a special transformation seminar to be held at the Talk Sydney campus. Our Talk Global Freedom Director is coming all the way from New York City to work with Dr. Robin Cassis and our senior leadership team to shine a light on the enemy's work in your life and how to walk in complete freedom and wholeness through the work of the Holy Spirit. This one-time only two-day seminar will kick off at 7 p.m. on Friday, February 7, and wrap up on Saturday night. This seminar is going to blow your mind. We will be covering topics like spiritual roots of disease, deliverance and freedom, recovering your soul, healing and wholeness, and so much more. Our team of warriors will show you how to effectively claim your victory in every aspect of your life. For all the details and to register now, visit talk.org.au. We can't wait to host you and be a part of connecting you to your next step to total wholeness and freedom in Christ Jesus. We got to go straight back in because we're about to deal with some sin. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's that hour. I gotta be funny, team otherwise, is getting like, a little loopy at the moment. Look, I gotta say, in all honesty, it. I gotta say, in all honesty, it's loopy. But this is so much fun. Come on, admit it, Shania. <laughs> There's nowhere else you'd rather be th- than in the hot seat with me. The impatience is talking to me. Uh, tell it to shut up. Shut up. Bind it up. Bleh. Ask why. <laughs> Oh, what is happening? Anywho, Pastor Robin, yeah, yeah, wanted talk to, to me, break the please, ice. Please, drop, yeah, talk to me of the jokes to elaborate on what we were talking about in the sub portal as we were eating brain waves. Yeah, we went to the brain waves, brain waves, but by Kim certain other brands that yeah. aren't paying us to say their names on oh. air. So, yeah, what would you waves. say? Well, we were talking about <laughs> oh, illegal, illegal things. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we were talking about illegal things. Not illegal things. We were not talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking things. about illegal things such as like um, <laughs> taking anxiety, holding your anxiety, and okay. holding your anxiety for for uh, <laughs> for a, a, a fix. Mm. Good word for it. A fix. You know, it gives us that rush, 
you know? Yeah, Pastor, you were asking why do we hold on to something that's illegal? Yeah, why are we holding on to and, it? And my it, answer was? It, if God is telling you this, be anxious for nothing, for no thing, that means exactly what it says. Yeah. There's nothing left. And yet in the scriptures, the Bible says that uh, be anxious for nothing, but with prayer, supplication, let your request, with thanksgiving, mm. let your request be known to God. So God is not saying wipe out the fact that you do have that concern. Concern, okay? Or even sort of a form of worry. Mm. But he tells you, Shanae, he tells you, but with this thanksgiving, let your requests be known. Let it be known to God. So God wants to know what's concerning you. Mm. He wants to know. And that means he would be inquiring of you what's concerning you. He already knows it, by the way. Yeah. He already knows it. He's doing it so you know. Yeah. And so therefore... If you're anxious, um, say, <laughs> 82% of, well, even, no, it would be, yeah, it would 92. be 92% mm. of the time, whether it be to do with uh, your health, your wealth, whether it be to do with things of the past, Mm. Things you can't change, never going to change them. Uh, if it's miscellaneous worries, superficial worries, mm. all these things add up to, a, say, 92% of your time. And you've just about got only 8% left. Wow. And that's the only thing he wants to talk to you about, that 8%, nothing else. So it's funny because you were asking, you know, why we hold something illegal. And um, I believe that why we hold something and why we allow this thing to fester and we create, you know, you said something so powerful. We are under the illusion that it's our pet. Yeah. But, but we're its pet. Actually, Ow. We're, we're the pet. That's burning crispy hot flesh right there. That's that the sound effect. That is what's the reality. But the thing I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to get is that why we hold on to it is because we get heard. Ah. And because a lot of us don't know how to have healthy conversation, full conversation. We shut down when we get offended. Yep. We shut down when we get misunderstood or disappointed. Or we shut down when we think the other person is judging us wrongly. We choose anxiety and we choose the manifestation of that demonic spirit in our emotions because finally we get heard. Yeah. We yeah. get to be able to voice our opinion. We get to be able to voice our concern. And for a lot of us, it creates a uh, pseudo-identity of, ah, when I'm anxious, people notice me. I think... Concern, uh, you know, I think that we mix up questioning with concern. Mm. Questioning has nothing to do with concern and concern has nothing to do with questioning. Mm. 
because one is accusative. Mm. Mm. Question is, questioning a person is you're accusing them. Mm. You're accusative. When you're you question mm. God, you're accusing him. He, you're asking him to make an account. But inquiring, I'm telling you right now, has no accusativeness in it. Is that a word, accusative? I think the term is accusatory, but uh, you can accusatory. make it a word. It's fine. Accusatory. It's portals. It doesn't we matter. know what you mean. It's yeah. portals. Well, you see, um, all I can say is it doesn't have that accusing finger pointing, make an account. Mm. See, it would be much better for us to work with the Spirit of God that says, the season for today is asking why. Mm. Not questioning, but inquiring why. So you said something, Dr. Robin, that I think will wrap this up for us and bring us to the solution. Because we need a solution. Wait, I wanted to say a point before you wrap it. Go for it. Don't lose it. Hold it in Jesus' name. Also, when you were saying about um, the... Uh, uh, oh my gosh, own it as a pet. Mm. Anyway, that question of the two-edged sword, I feel like the enemy, oh, the high, when mm. you were saying the high and you get to have a voice, I feel like the enemy also tells people if you're anxious, you're getting closer to God because it's bringing you to relationship because that's when we usually Ugh. talk to the Lord, Jesus. when it's already heightened, it's already yeah. at prime, like, you don't have any, you've already lost control. Now I want to finally ask God for, for the control of the situation. And then he was like, yeah, go on. Stay yeah. in this place because it brings you closer to God. Yeah. What, what a fallacy. What a lie. It's yeah. the fix-it relationship. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm sorry. There is no relationship yeah. in anxiety. Oh! And that's, but that's the, that's the truth that I feel like listeners, including myself, needed to hear because... When I'm anxious, that again, that goes to that dynamic of I need something now instead of let's do this together on the way, you know, like yeah. a journey. Anyway, how, how do you have a relationship when you're always asking God to bring something to account? Oh my! You have no relationship. Goodness. You have dictatorship. Oh, but you have no relationship. I'll get some deliverance for that one. And it's funny because we talk about putting down our sword, but we put our spiritual sword in its sheath, but we pull out our anxious sword of self-protection. Yeah. We build I'm going to fight sword. with this oh self-protection because yeah. it's been me, myself, and I this whole time, um, and only me, myself, and I can get me through. We need a break yeah, agreement so, with a me, myself, and I spirit so in 20. So who needs the devil when I can build my own fortress? Oh. Lie, lie, lie. Oh Your pants are on fire. <laughs> I don't need to open up to the body of Christ because I've been hurt. And I'm going to be hurt again. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay in this self-protection fortress. And I'm going to use the, the sword of, oh, no, no, people are getting close to me. I'm getting anxious because I don't know what's going to happen. Will no. they hurt me again? This is all the nonsense that the enemy feeds us. And we, and we go, get to, to have relationship with anxiousness. Oh. Uh, uh, we do not. He dictates. You're the pet. He's the ruler. <laughs> You need a spiritual vet. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, do you need it? You need that pet to put it to sleep. 
Right. Oh. Put that pet to sleep. Put it down. Mm. Yeah, it's like a spiritual pet. Put it down. Otherwise, you'll get put down. Oh, my God. As we were saying, even with the swords, where we were just stressing emphasis on it's not the personalities. And I feel like we go stab the person. Yes. Yep, all the time. With that same... You know, self-protection. We'll stab our brethren, but we won't fight the enemy. Yeah. But, we'll but that's just a, a visual. We'll we have no egg to stab now. Yeah. We're going to stab ourselves. Oh, we'll stab well. ourselves. We'll yeah. stab ourselves. we just be slinging a sword. A sword. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sword. become so, our own enemy. But when I said we don't need the devil because mm. we build our own fortress, but that's that's a delusion too. That because is. He's actually building the the fortress through us. It's uh, either he builds the fortress for you or he builds it through you. Oh, oh damn it. Goodness. You got to so hear. Come on in. As we, as we sort of come to the, the end of the portal, how, how do we counteract the negative scenarios of anxiety? Oh, Tony. How? I mean, Pastor Wendell walked us through, but Pastor Robin said something in our sub-portal a couple, couple of segments back. And I don't think she knew how powerful it was. And it was based on this scripture, um, the very famous scripture when we come to dealing with anxiety, you know, be anxious for nothing. But there's another scripture that I, I was quoting out of. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, the with let your requests be known unto God. That's Hang one on. that, you know, but this is the key. This is the one that I with believe the Holy Spirit. It has to be. You can't. Let me just say this. That I'll just bring you in. It can't be with prayer and supplication. Uh-huh. Because if you don't add the thanksgiving, yeah. it's not fulfilled. You're to bring prayer, supplication, and you to add thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. You can't let it just through prayer. You can't let it just through supplication. You've got to add the most important ingredients of the of them all with thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving can deal with the spirit of anxiousness one thing that too another scripture very powerful point not the scripture i was talking about the scripture i was talking about i know is in uh luke 12 where jesus the words of jesus says do not worry about tomorrow Mm. for tomorrow will worry about itself now that's really that's really interesting how he phrases that that, that means that tomorrow's been given <laughs> given the problem to worry about itself. And uh, God says, hey, don't, don't take any notice of tomorrow. Let tomorrow do its own worrying. You just don't be anxious. And what I want to bring out with that is, and I believe this is the solution, tomorrow is built to handle what the you're worries. anxious about. Yeah. It sure is. Because there are pathways, not just in the mind, but in life, that are yet to be connected, that require time. Steps, stepping stones that require time. And part of being anxious is thinking that you've run out of time. Mm, Come on. So by allowing tomorrow to worry about itself... 
you allow God to use time to connect some dots. Because what you would try to fix in the now. It's only meant for tomorrow. Oh, gee. You try fixing it now, you're illegally touching something that you shouldn't be touching. Tomorrow will take care of itself. itself. It's so caught up with the scripture that says, be anxious for nothing. nothing. I'd like to run it in and say, you know, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your quest be known to God, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Wow. Well, would I get in trouble because I'm living in tomorrow according to New York? <laughs> you guys didn't respond well to my joke. Anywho, well, Ashley, I, I did. I did. It was living. Okay. In, I don't get it because if you're living according to New York, you're living in the past. Right? Oh, because no. today Australia is ahead. Oh, I know. That's I'm living in tomorrow according to New York. Oh, according to New York. So yes. You ain't catch it. You ain't catch it. Oh, wow. sorry. You try to catch you out. Try to catch you out. Anywho, guys. So can you just let me finish and give a. Prophetic Maybe charge. the prophetic charge in this. And so <laughs> when I was waiting on the Lord and I was asking him, because so many things have happened today. It's been a day of signs to be wondered. Mm. I have been blown away by what God has done, how much he loves, how much he loves. And... You know, I've been in wonder all day, Pastor Tony. I really have. Uh, what God has done with my family, what he's doing to heal, and how he can touch the young person's heart. Mm. We don't have to create all these great things for him to do it. Just let him do it. Let him do it because he knows how to make tomorrow take care of itself. And that's why live for today. You're equipped not to be wept. Wow. You're all true. You're all true. Because we're starting to get the visual and the vision of why it's so important to inquire with the Lord and just kill this sneaky little thing called Doag. <laughs> First of all, why would you let a little thing named Doag just tempt you to fear. I know, I it's just, such a weird name. I'm sorry. I don't little care doag. how big Doag could be. I it's going to be my new, like, this. Oh, right. you're being such a little Doag. <laughs> you know, you right. know Shannon, just before we go, I have got more to do than waste mm -hmm. 92 of my Come day. on. 92 percent of my life doing things that are totally illegal for me to do. God's not going to be interested in them. When he needs to tell me what I need to hear, he'll tell me. Uh -huh. And so why am I taking out of his hands to try and get him to tell me? Oh. Question that he knows what he's doing. Wow. And come to a place where I can let him just show me because I inquire of him. I've got more to do with my time then waste 92% of my life in that phase. The part that I'm hanging on to is what he says. When he says, be anxious for nothing. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and come back.
We're my prophetic friends. Yay. So everyone, as we're in this ad break, we got some new voices on Portals Podcast. What's up? We got Steven and Denny gonna fill in some ads with hey. a little jingle. One, two, three. Anxiety had gripped. Anxiety had gripped. I thought he jumped the ship. I thought he jumped the ship. I thought my life was skipped. Like he put out my hip. Like he put out my hip. I'm too equipped to be whipped. I'm too equipped to be whipped. Cause Jesus flipped the script. Cause Jesus flipped the script. script. Anxiety's been stripped. Anxiety's been stripped. Because I zip my lip. Because I zip my lip. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. His voice is gone because he's been giving so much great deliverance. Ministry everywhere. As you listen to this, listeners, we pray that you're too equipped to be whipped. Going back in now. We're saying the last scene, as we say, is... I didn't hear that. One, two, three. <laughs> you didn't join us. One more time for the listeners. One, two, three. Portals. Come on. It's the process. All right, I got my dictionary out. Here we go. Well, we got your minds. Do it all the time. Come on. Come on. I'm too equipped to be whipped. I'm too equipped to be whipped. Anxiety's gotta get stripped. So the scales can tip. I'm too equipped to be whipped. It's time to flip the script. Anxiety's gotta get stripped. So I can be equipped. Oh, oh wow! Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Time to flip the script. I'm too equipped to be whipped. Too equipped to be whipped. Too equipped. I don't know what I'm doing. I was gonna say something like, gonna change my lip. But I'm looking at all these words here that rhyme. Oh, that's a good one. Gotta flip the script. Prescript. I, we, we so won. no longer am I gripped. Oh, oh. we didn't do that. Okay. We can do that as we go out. All right. So it's time for prophetic prayer. Oh, wow. Okay, this is where Pastor Tony wakes up and comes back in. Pastor Tony, who you can say hello to? I want to say a big hello to the <laughs> workmen and women at the Yamaha factory. <laughs> In Japan. Japan? The Yamaha Arigato. Motorcycle Company. Oh, hello. I believe there is a groundswell of movement in the church in Japan. Mm. And uh, by the grace of God, this idolatrous nation is being won over with the gospel in a brand new way. Mm. And can I tell you that uh, since World War Two? There yes. has not been a major move of God in Japan whatsoever. And it's coming. 
So it's going to wow. be the first person. So we never talk about what is happening. Let's talk about what. The Lord, yeah, the Lord, the Lord says to these workers in the Yamaha motorcycle company, um, 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 I am going to carry this burden that you have for a movement to fruition. And the Lord says, uh, you're going to start with work groups, you know, groups among yourselves. And then this is going to grow very, very quickly. And the Lord would say uh, the growth in Japan's church will actually catch up and overtake the South Korean growth. Wow. Because I, the Lord, am pouring out my spirit afresh on this nation. Wonderful. Okay, anybody else? next? You go, Shania. All right, so... I strangely, I was just trying to work out the lore, like, where's this tourist from? But it's a tourist. And it's not me, guys, okay? It's not me. <laughs> At least I don't think it is. Okay. The it's we don't tourist. have any tourists. Right. But tourist. I felt like he was saying tourist. Tourist. That um, this person may be from South America somewhere mm -hmm. and visiting the United States and is questioning whether or not he or she should move. Mm. And the Lord um, says to you, um, my child, I've already spoken into the existence that in your land will I make you fruitful. Mm. So do not forget the word that I have given you and spoken to your heart, that there's a passion for you in your own land, that America will not bring you the fruit that you expect but your land will bring you the fruit that you desire, says the Lord. Wow. 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 So you're there. You're there, Nate. Are you there, Pastor? I don't have anyone specific. I just have a word. Mm -hmm. um, I usually do get specifics, but it's a different flow tonight. I just hear the Lord saying to, um, and I'm going to step out, I believe it's a my daughter. And the Lord is saying, uh, my daughter, as you let the anxiety go, there's a fear of what will replace it. And the Lord says, I'm going to show you that I'll fill the empty rooms of your soul with my love and my acceptance, my forgiveness, and all of me. Don't think that you're going to be left empty-handed because I'm going to begin to show you that what you've created with anxiety has not equipped you, but it has stripped you of your identity. So I'm bringing you into a season of realizing for the first time who you really are, says the Lord. Wow, that's good too. I believe also that was for a female in Australia. Ah. Maybe you could find out where that female lives. Or <laughs> well, tell no, no, don't, 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 don't worry about Google? that. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't worry Can't about that because I'm sure she knows where she yeah, lives. Yeah, I'm sure it speaks to someone. Yeah, we don't have to tell her where she lives. She could probably tell us. <laughs> uh, my word started earlier on in the portals. Yes. Right. As, as I began to look we and recall. see, I saw the word equitted. Now, if you look at what that means, 
it, it actually means when you're acquitted, you're not going to go back that way again. That's right. And then during the portals, I heard another word that was sitting in my spirit. It came to pass. And that word was tied in with what I heard. It means there has been someone, and we know who, has been acquitted and they will never go that way again. There will never be accusations going that way again. I'm telling you from the Lord. But I tell you another word God gave me. There's going to be a mutiny. Mm. There's going to be many that are going to jump ship and leave the ship. There's going to be what the Bible says, an exodus very quickly, leaving town. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Because this is clean-up time. Clean-up time because he's bringing a spirit, a season of why we're in this situation and people will need to be responsible for the why. So America, it's all about you tonight. It's all about you because God, in my word, said acquitted never to be to go to that place again. It came to pass. But watch the mutiny and the exodus that begins to take place. Get ready, says the Lord. Get ready for the big exodus. And get ready for the mutiny of jumping ship real quick. That's what the Lord says to you tonight, America, because remember last week, he said, I'm recommissioning. Yeah. I'm recommissioning America to the will of God. And he's taking that will of man and giving it back to himself. This is what the Lord says. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. If it means something that you should have, then inquire of God your part to play. God bless you guys. Wow. Now, we're going in with another jingle. Going to finish with my jingle. It's a long one, but I think it's going to really, really help some people. I'm going to practice it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-uh. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it was. Anxiety wants grips. I thought he jumped the ship. Oh! Thought that my life got skipped. Whoa! But Jesus flipped the script. Okay. So now I'm too quick to be whipped. Anxiety's been stripped. Cause Jesus flipped the script And because I'm a And quiz. gave me You 
you changed it faster? I hit, I gotta change it because it came out in the beginning Meaning we are equipped not to be whipped Can I do it one more time? Because I want to finish with a punchline Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh Anxiety wants grip. Oh wait, start it again, Shania oh, I've got to give it to them I've got to give it to them too much, but There's a key in the back There's a key in the front there's a key at the end and in between. So I'm gonna get them, let, the, let them land. This could be your testimony, listeners. Anxiety once gripped. I thought he jumped the ship. Thought that my life was skipped. But Jesus flipped the script. Anxiety is stripped. Because I'm too equipped to be whipped All the fear's been ripped As I zip my lip Come on Zippy the lippy 2020 That's how it always comes back to Spirit of foolishness Well guys, of course And folly We've, you've now learned, look, Best Robin, just, all right, you have been listening to Portals. Where's Pastor Tony? Until next time. <laughs> Come and join us. You 